All right. Oh, yeah. You come here often? First time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? It's not bad at all. Yeah. Nice furnishings. Nice ambience. Yeah. So, um, what brings you here today, then? What, what here? Yeah. What, well, it, no, yeah, nothing, nothing in particular. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so, so, uh... I came along. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Kev, by the way. Hi. I'm, uh, Ivan. I- 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 Ian. 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 Yeah. It's a lovely name. It's right. It's short, isn't it? Yeah. I really forget it. You have very nice eyes. Got nice ears. I'd see a f- All right. <laughs> Ian Collins wants a Wow. 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 Pretty much wow. Wow, we're actually here. Where does the time go and where has it know. gone? When was the last time we sat down and did this? Uh, I believe it was around about 1987. 87. Something like that. It's all kicking off then, wasn't it? It's been a little while. It has been a little while. But that's all right because we've there's good reasons behind it. Yes, that's right. And that all will become evident going forward. Yeah. Uh, but this will be the kind of, if you like, the reboot of another whole season of Once a Word. It's like a brand new era. It is. And uh, I don't know about you, but the one thing that I... Because obviously, when you've been doing a, a show for this long, yeah. a podcast for this long, a podcast that predates many other popular podcasts... Uh, sure. You know, we're, we're practically dinosaurs yeah, in, this, yeah. in this realm. Yeah, I've been old monkeying fossils. around with this old shit for a while Yeah, now. we have indeed. Have indeed. Nice to hear the profanitators yeah. still working. I did... Uh, I did. I got a tweet from somebody who says, you've been off longer than the f***ing X-Files. <laughs> Which, of course, also returned. We'll come on to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, but the thing is, that it means that, obviously, when you've been doing this a long time, you end up, uh, like, on your phone or whatever, you'll see something, yep. or there'll be a story. So, uh, and we were talking about this. You make a note, mm. and I don't know about you, but I've got, like, pages and pages of notes oh, since we were last here. Don't get me on the notes, Kev. Many of which... Don't get me on the notes. I can't even remember what they mean. Because right. I may have written them while I was in the pub or something. Yeah. So I figured we could just read them out. No, no, no. And then interpret I, well, them somehow. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's sort of just general guff-based activity, this. However, let me just pick you up on a specific kernel of what you were saying there, and that is the business of the note. Can I just very briefly just glance at your screen? Let's see what's on it. Yeah, yeah, can sure. Let's have a look. Of course you can. I want to see what... Yeah, see. Right, okay, that's fine. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it already. Yeah. I've got it already. Like, Darren Brown, I've got it. I notice you're using Apple Notes. Yeah. Since we last met, I've moved on to Evernote. Well, that's just wrong. Well, it isn't. Well, I thought it was wrong, you see, because I realised I had... Uh, have you ever signed up for something and forgotten you have, and then years later you go back and re-sign up and it says, I'm sorry, someone's already taken this email address. <laughs> yes, it's f***ing me! Yes. But I can't remember the passwords from 12 years ago. And I did that with Evernote. has changed my life. It's changed my life. It's strange, actually, you mentioned that, because... Um... I signed up for a website the other day called Handy.com, which wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It It was actually, it's a cleaning service. Really? Why did you sign up for the cleaning service? Oh, I thought it was porn. Yes. Or about German mobile phones. Oh, yes, that's right. The Handys, yes. Yeah. Main Handy. Big on Handys. Love and bit of Deutschland. So, yeah, I, I went through a whole phase of trying to find the ultimate notebook, because I actually thought... That the thing you get with Apple, the notes, is particularly... It, it's not it's not good on the eye. No. It's very basic. It's very in terms basic. Of notes go. So I, I downloaded... I had six note apps running at the same time. Right. And something occurred to me. One, two of them, one I paid £25 for, the other I paid £29 for. I saw you coming. Well, no, it, this is the thing, though, isn't it? Why have we got it in our head that anything over 79p is wrong? 
You wouldn't go into a shop to buy a filing cabinet and, and say, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not paying any more than 50 pennies for your filing cabinet. Somebody would go, well, it's, it's 150 quid. Sorry, mate. No, I'm offering you 50p. That wouldn't happen. Yeah, but 25 notes for a note-taking app is a little bit... But it of... depends what it does. Especially anyway. when you've already got one. No, but I... So I thought, I'm going to run them simultaneously and start seeing if any of these change my life. And everybody, Will Guyatt in particular, will come back to that shyster. <laughs> he said to me, you know, go Evernote-bound. And I said, but Ever- the reason I don't want to go Evernote-bound is because it's all green. Yeah. And I don't like the... You can't change it. Right. Well, you can slightly change it from having less green bits, but... They've streamlined it so that it's meant to look quite official. I've found a way to pimp my notepad. Have you? Yeah. Interesting. However, uh, <laughs> I was just wondering this, what the point this of entire was. this entire conversation is probably surplus to quite a lot of pod-based requirements. So, yeah. So, but all I'm saying is the Evernote totally free, and it's frankly ace. Well, there you are, Evernote. You know who your friends are, don't you? And I guess the elephant logo is about not forgetting stuff. Oh, it could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, El- ever, elephant, ever, ever fur. Yeah, must be. Must be. Yeah, I don't think they were trying to work the word into it. I don't think they were. I if so, the bad uh, job. They of say it. they say elephants never forget. Yeah. Well, they do really, don't they? Otherwise, we can get <clears throat> poached so often. <laughs> oh, no. If you watch your fellow elephant get a slaughtering down at the riverside, yeah, you think we're not going back there. But next year, what does the elephant do? Goes back there. Yeah. So clearly, what you're saying is not yeah. that not that bright. No, right. I just think you're. You see, this is the thing with the circus elephant. If you look at circus elephant, all of those elephants could, with one fell swoop of ye old trunk, just break the neck of the and they do. Yes, yes but, and they do, but not often enough. They've been treated very badly in circuses and kind of illegal touristy attraction type things. So you can go to some places where you can. You've sat on an elephant, haven't you? I've been on an elephant ride. What, which website was that? <laughs> Um, I've been on an elephant ride once, yeah. and I didn't enjoy it so much. Not because it was because it was an elephant sanctuary, um, which may or may not make mm. it better. However, I didn't enjoy it much because it just seemed like it was a little bit unnatural. Plus, you know, you have to get your legs around it somehow. You know what well, I mean? You got to, yes, and then you realise they have a, an extraordinary bit of length on them. They do. Uh, I don't say this as some kind of vague attempt at Bradley Walsh humour, right. but genuinely, I mean the, the you know the elephant. The appendage is just through the freaking roof. Well, well, I do have a story about that. Because another time, I was uh, at... I seem to go lots of places where there are elephants. You do. Um, Elephant bother. But, you know, Mrs. Kev and... I remember this. And one of said... Uh, one of the children... This was one of the Kevettes, wasn't one of, it? Yeah, one of the, the 16 or 17 I've got now since the last podcast. Yes, amazing, Very active. Are sitting in this basket thing on this, this elephant, and it's wandering along, and it walks up to the end of the road, and then it comes back, and... I'm filming this. I'm filming this elephant wandering around. And I'm like, that's very strange. From this distance, it's got, like, it's got an extra leg. It's dragging along the ground a bit. And as it got closer, I'm like, no, no, it can't be. That has to be some sort of... Oh, no, it is. It's, it's elephant. It is as long as it's leg. It's, well, I would yeah. imagine um, that uh, your elephant cockage is very much sort of like uh, the, uh, the male human cockage in that it comes in, in various... But it's not, pro- it's not proportionate, though, is it? I mean, otherwise you'd have one down to your ankle. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but, uh, also, thank you. but you, also you don't go along on all fours, do you? Oh, well, well yeah. <laughs> Can I get up now? Well, hey, hey. Uh, so, yeah, so um, and this elephant wanders along, and then it does this massive shit, and uh, said uh, elef- elephant boner goes away. It was really? extraordinary, yeah. 
The kids are like, can we watch the footage? What footage? Oh, the camera's broken. Smash. You deleted your elephant porn. No, I've still got it. It's just oh, they've never watched okay. it. Yeah. Might stick up on YouTube. So what are we doing on this? Uh, this episode is just, what, what are we, this is just... It's trying to make the sense of the notes that we've made over the past oh, God. little while. Because, I, I mean, I was looking at mine. And I'll ah. give, I'll get, let me give you an example. Yep. I've got here, and again, this is a note that I made as a sort of memory prompt for once a word, and it says, celebrities in public wearing shades, <laughs> should Clark Kent wear them? Now, I'm trying to think of why I would have thought that's a good idea or something to talk about, and I can only assume that it has something to do with Clark Kent, as you know, Superman, wears yeah. the glasses, takes them off. I mean, you could argue he's Superman all the time and pretends to be Clark yes. Kent, but he's wearing glasses as a disguise, right? But when celebrities go out in public, they wear shades and a baseball cap so that people don't recognise him. So surely Clark Kent, when he's trying to have people not recognise him as being Superman, yeah. should be wearing a pair of Ray-Bans rather than a pair of spectacles. Yes, I mean, the only thing separating... You know, much like when you get a cartoon character that's also a superhero. Yeah. I mean, Hong Kong Fooey, as an example. Nobody ever, <laughs> nobody ever seemed to think that... I mean, just by dint of wearing that freaking oh, yeah. eye mask, yeah. somehow we wouldn't realise it was the dog. Yeah, he's the only talking dog yeah. in the whole thing. And the superhero's a talking dog as well, and nobody gets it. But isn't that similar with Clark Kent? Because if you were... I mean, if you worked with Clark Kent at the... the what's the Daily Planet. The Daily Planet. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're knocking out a bit of copy one day, and Clark's <laughs> sitting next to you, and uh, then he's gone. He's, he's disappeared. And the next thing you know, some flying cockhead <laughs> is mooching past your window. Yeah. Wouldn't you go, glasses or no glasses, that's the f*** that was just sitting next to me. Well, you wouldn't... I think you'd know that. Well, but then if you look at the, the 1970s and early 80s Superman films with Christopher Reeve, yeah. he was actually... And don't forget, Christopher Reeve was this extraordinary actor, really. He doesn't get enough credit. But he played Clark Kent completely different to Superman in that Clark Kent was a, a f*** quit. Really, who would bump into things? Yes. was completely Clum useless. Clumsy. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. clumsy. Because it's Superman pretending to be clumsy, yeah. so that nobody knows he's actually sure. Superman pretending to be Clark Kent. Can I just put this on the table as well? I think in superhero top trumps, bring on your, you know, your Batman, Spider Man. I'm thinking about the obvious here, and Superman. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cat Weasel. You're never going to be. <laughs> you're never going to beat Superman. Pound for pound, Superman is as good as it gets. He's kind of a boring superhero, really. Because Spider-Man is just a webby tit. Can I just... Uh, <laughs> can I Because we know the guy that plays Spider-Man now. We do, yeah. So uh, can I just retract that and just say that the new Spider-Man is going to be fantastic? Oh, he's very good, yeah. He's already been. He's already done it. Um, yes, because he was in a, pr like a pretty... Yeah, uh, yeah, in the Captain America film. And he's, he's brilliant, yeah. The whole this, film's brilliant. This is Tom Holland. Yeah. Isn't it weird? actually knowing Spider-Man, and particularly really? Spider-Man's dad. I remember Dominic sending me a text going, because Tom was Billy Elliot in the West End, yeah. with like no experience, no, when I say no experience, not in a pejorative sense, but he, you know, he wasn't a stage school kid or stuff like that. Just happened to have a flair for it, a bit cheeky, really good, could do the accent, could street dance a bit, which was good for the West End, and that was it. And then he made a, a movie on the back of that with Ewan McGregor. That's that right. Tsunami film. Yeah. And then Dom just sent me this text a couple of years ago saying, uh, what was it, about 18 months ago, I guess, saying, Tom's the new Spider-Man. It's crazy. And I just text back and said, f***ing hell, that's rough, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, I mean, Dom had been writing... Well, about uh, how his son's eclipsed him. Eclipse, yeah. yeah, called Eclipse, yeah. yes. Um, uh, so there's Dom, who's been a you know successful comedian all his life, pops up on the TV from time to time. 
and you know very polished good writer thoughtful comic yeah and then his son you know gets the he's thinking oh it's a west end thing for the boy you know won't go anywhere after that yeah no your son is now a multi-millionaire a-lister yeah <laughs> Yeah. There's no way you can't reverse that one, Tom. Who, who, you know, the the young ladies already finds, especially as he's British, highly attractive. Yes, I'm so, guessing he's doing a lot of. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't doubt it. Come into my web. <laughs> That's just yeah. Have you got any notes? Did you make any notes? Yes, I did. Before you do yours, could I just pop in with with one that I've just noticed here? Go on. It says. Um, I see at MH, humbled by garden. So I, that's I, me. I it's you, and I'm assuming MH is Mike, Mike Hansen. And I'm assuming it's something to do with his uh, 75th birthday party that we went to <laughs> a few weeks ago. Uh, humbled by garden? I don't understand that. But I then I don't know say- if it's been spelled, it's been uh, predictive texted out. It is worth saying, we went to Mike Hansen's party, and uh, he works at the BBC, he works at Radio 2 and stuff. He's also in a band, and he was playing... Uh, in his own band, yeah, and uh, that was great. And then halfway through, the lead singer from the band went, oh, before we carry on, Mike, we want to say happy birthday to you, and here's a message. And whatever way you slice this, it is quite cool when the voice comes on, hi, Mike, Mick Jagger here. Yeah, yeah. And then the, all of the Stones are wishing Hanson a happy birthday. It, it I still was, don't know who did how they did that. It was pretty amazing. Hi, Mike, it's Mick here, so wishing you a very happy 50th birthday. May you have many more. Mike, happy birthday to you. This is Ronnie Wood. All the best, mate. Oh, happy birthday, Mike, who's sitting behind me, is he? No, oh, oh, who <laughs> you pointing to? <laughs> who is it? Oh, oh, it, oh, happy birthday, Mike. Hey, happy birthday, Mike. How old are you now? <laughs> and uh, Mike was too drunk to notice, so that was, that was a shame. Yeah, he well, well, I gathered he was pissed by his fucking <laughs> guitar playing. So. <laughs> when I worked it out. <laughs> so what I wrote here, Kev, um, is what is it about blokes in grey tracksuit bottoms? You know those grey tracksuit bottoms that are a bit baggy and they're made of the same stuff as a sweatshirt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually pale grey. Right. What is it about blokes in grey tracksuit <laughs> bottoms that make them think it's completely acceptable to play with their own... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so... I've never seen so many men with their hand down their own pants. It's... Does it come with a label that says friendly or something? <laughs> you know, dry clean only, friendly, <laughs> available in various sizes. What's the deal with that? It's You're absolutely right. I was at Waterloo Station. There was a queue of cab drivers, and three of them were all leaning on their cabs, all wearing similar attire, all with their hand down their own pants. <laughs> Chatting away, and I'm thinking, that's just weird, lads. Yeah. That's fucking Uber for you. Well, I'm sure Literally we'll talk about... Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to see you wearing yours today, by the way. Put that down. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I wrote that one down. Um, what else did I write down here? I wrote uh, Sadiq Khan and that speech, of course, because there's a now uh, a new mayor down in that London. That's right. Um, and he's called Sadiq Khan. And I've met Sadiq Khan twice and it's interesting because I've met Boris Johnson a bunch of times through work and uh, here's the thing we're politicians the more I obviously doing my day job the more I kind of meet them work alongside them interview them bump into them at some kind of you know reception or launch thing or whatever yeah the more I'm absolutely certain of the toyed um, <laughs> qualities of most of these people so Boris was 
I remember the first day that Boris became the mayor the first time around. And I happened to be in the Houses of Parliament. And it sounds a bit wanky when I say that now, but I was part of the press gallery, so I was working in the Houses of Parliament. And Boris was there. And I thought, hang on a second, because I'm rubbish at doing this whole networking stuff. Absolutely f***ing hopeless at it. Right. Um, and I thought, no, hang on a sec. He's just become the mayor. It will be ridiculous. I'm walking down a corridor. He's walking three feet in front of me. He's got somebody with him. It would be ridiculous. The day after he'd become the mayor that I didn't say something to him. Yeah. So I said, Mr. Johnson, uh, I wasn't going to say Mr. Mayor in that no, kind of Giuliani way. That but what's his official, his official, um, well, because he's not, he's not a, presumably an honorable, well, he is an honorable. No, he's not like, there is a mayor of London, isn't there? Like a Lord Mayor. Bloke yeah. With, where's the f***ing hat and yeah, the chains and, the, the and all Mr. T that stuff. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah. all that. So I don't know what the official title is, mayor or something. No, or no, but bo- I mean, but you know how an MP is an honourable Yes, whatever. So he's, what he's, yes, he's still right honourable as an MP. No, is he right honourable? Is he, did he, I don't know if he ever got Privy Council status, but nonetheless, he... So I shout Mr Johnson. Oh, Mr Johnson. Oi, Johnson. Oi, Johnny. Yeah. And he turns around and he says, uh, hello. I said, oh, c- you know, congratulations on the... You know. He went, thank you very much. Uh, I introduced myself. And he stopped and leaned against the wall folded his arms, we had a chinwag for five minutes. And I, he was just very nice. Yeah. And every time I'd met him since, he was very nice and clown-like. However, you have to keep in mind, he was very nice because he's a politician. Yeah. And he was doing that very nice thing. And, you know, unfortunately, betraying the kind of nonchalant, messy, slightly ruffled, oh, what's going on yeah. type sort of character is a... A burning in the pit of his belly, at such a burning furnace of ambition. I'm surprised his arse isn't on fire twenty four seven. Yeah, uh, this is a guy that you know absolutely wants the big gig. He has a massive brain. He's very intelligent. Sadiq Khan, on the other hand, the last time I met him, he was a bit of a actually. He just wasn't. So it goes that way sometimes as right. well. But I don't put a cigarette paper between them in terms of their high ambitions. And I also think that if you're the mayor of a big city like I don't know, Manchester or London or places like that, your powers are actually quite limited. It's interesting when you're talking about you know people being really nice and you're, not, you're never quite sure which way to, yep. to take them based on their public persona. Because mm-hmm. I met someone who I, didn't, I think you've met about a week and a bit ago who I was convinced based on public persona, must be a... Quack, quack, oops. Right? I mean, no, no. If you ask anybody in the country, this person is a grade A... Quack, quack, oops. Male or female? Female. Yeah. Which makes actually saying that word worse, I think, if you apply it to a... Yes. Yeah, doesn't it? For some reason. Despite the fact... Yeah, but you can be one. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You can be one. Um, And I've said to people... There's a lot of them out Oh, no, no. This is absolutely... Fiona Bruce being the worst. Right. This is a... And I've said this to people... And um, they've gone, uh, and you know, how was she? Oh, she's really lovely, very nice, very nice, very friendly, very kind. Yeah. And they've gone, you are, shut up, shut the fuck up, get out yeah, of here, yeah, Sideshow. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who? Go on. Katie Hopkins. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, honestly. Get out of here. Very pleasant. I know, she is. Very there's, pleasant. There's the problem. So you meet someone, you're convinced they're going to be an arsewipe, and then you meet them, and they're actually kind of okay. And. It also works the other way around, where you think they're going to be really nice and they're actually a bit of a diff. So Ken Livingston, I've met lots of times, is a f- mentalist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just wouldn't sp- spend any time in the room with Ken. And he's, you know, he's crackers. That's the man is crackers. He's yeah. a lunatic. I'm sorry. But then I you- don't think he's a racist or an anti-Semite. I just think he's a loon. And Boris is probably, you know, a slightly more... 
I, I guess when I say palatable, I don't mean politically palatable. But what pissed me off about the whole mayoral election thing is the two-party thing yet again. Is it going to be... It's funny, isn't it, how we seem to pick people where you can use their first name only quite conveniently. Ken versus Boris. Yeah. Sadiq yeah. versus Zach. I mean, Sadiq and Zach in any other world, it would be a f***ing <laughs> Battlestar Galactic episode, <laughs> wouldn't it? But here it is, the mayoral race. Will it be Sadiq? Will it be Zach? And between the two... Here's the interesting thing. The most qualified person for the mayor of London was Caroline Pigeon, Liberal Democrat candidate, who was part of the London Assembly. Yeah. She came fourth. The f***ing Green Party. The Green Party beat Caroline Pigeon. I don't know why in London people thought, yeah, I think I'm going to go green. Well, I sort of know why, because it's sort of stuffed, crammed, stupid, with folk who want to feel better about themselves. So let's vote green, because that makes us feel all nice and warm in the pit of our bellies. When we all know Caroline Pigeon was... The best candidate. She was already on the London Assembly, knew the brief backwards, has worked in the city for a long, long time, should have got the gig. What is Sadiq Khan or Zach Goldsmith going to bring to absolutely nothing? But, of course, people vote for the one they've heard of. I like your passion for politics. Perhaps someone should give you a daily radio show where you can expound this to the nation. Hey, that's a good idea. I hear talk radio is back. Yeah, I heard that as well. I can't wait till the test transmissions are finished so we can hear what's, uh, what's really going to be on it. So here's another note. Vape pens. Vape pens? Yeah, but specifically, I had this brilliant marketing idea, oh. and I was absolutely confounded as to why nobody had done it, given that vape pens are everywhere. And you see people, like, holding them in the pub and whatever else. And I, th- I had this brainwave, and I thought, man, they should really do that. Why haven't the BBC come up with a range of sonic screwdriver Doctor Who vape pens? Because they look like sonic screwdrivers. They do. And I thought, this is excellent. The BBC should get right on this. And then I thought, perhaps the reason they haven't done it is because they don't want to encourage children to smoke. Which, in, in fairness, is why that idea was probably abandoned. But why haven't, you know, Bic or Papermate decided to diversify into the world of the fag? Well... Because if any, if any company is crying out, everybody likes to nibble the end of their pen. I don't. Do you? No. You've never gone on the nib? <laughs> No. Really? No, no. Well, at some point it does, you know, it's the, it happens. So, well, do you chew pencils as well? I've been known to go through an HB2 of an afternoon. Really? Yeah. Do you like to sort of, like, get in there till you get to the lead? No, because that just poisons you. Yeah. Gives you blood cancer. Well, it's one of those schoolyard things. It's like if you write on your hand in biro, that's going to get into your blood and yeah. turn your blood blue or black. Yeah, or depending, yeah. So what is it about the vaping thing? I mean, I've got in my hand right now a bottle of uh, of Pepsi Cola. Okay, so this, but it, you know, the standard size that you get a Pepsi or a beer in. Some people's vaping things are this big. I know they are. They are ridiculous. <sighs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? Well, no, it looks like you're holding something that I would buy from Ann Summers. I mean, I can't help thinking. <laughs> Sorry, took a while. Um, I can't help thinking, though, because you see people walking around with them, so they're obviously slightly too big to put in your pocket without it making it look like... Bigger than your phone. Yeah, I mean... Well, your cigarette is bigger than your phone. Well, let's be honest, though. Give up. The outline of it, if you stick it in your front jean pocket, it's going to look like you've got some sort of, like, a Metal Mickey... (laughs) It's what what I would imagine Metal Mickey's penis look like, right? (laughs) Obviously, that's why people walk around with them. Yeah. But... I also can't help thinking with this whole vaping thing is getting people off smoking. And I know you haven't been a smoker for many, many years. No. But my feeling is that there's going to be something along the way yep. where this is it's going to turn out might not be that good for you either. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. Can I just ask you, why did you buy three beers for this 
podcast. Oh, well, have you actually drunk one already? No, no. What it was was it was like buy three for less price than right. buying. Okay. Yeah, I, I admit that it's not really completely. Uh, <sighs> I'll have a water. I figured we could share it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, I've got another one. Um, you can now get razor. When I mean, we touched on this before, but I saw an advert on the tube today: a razor blade with six blades. Who Why? has who has such such incredible facial hair, or hair elsewhere? Yeah, that they need six blades to get rid of. That's it. a good point. Well, we'll mark that one down. I also noted since we've been away, the bitch that is the celebrity injunction is back. Woo! Yeah, I mean, where do we go with this post Ryan gigs? Well, it's it's obviously um, very difficult because you you can't identify no. the people involved at all, at all. Other than well, here, unless you're in Scotland, of course. But I'm not actually sure you can legally say it in Scotland. I just think that somebody said, "Let's give it a go and pretend we're a different country and <laughs> see how it goes." Yeah. But of course, it's in America, so they said they they got this celebrity to protect the kids and stuff, and they've already admitted to have an open marriage. And we know that you know one partner had a threesome in a pool of olive oil. Man, Popeye was so pissed off. Oh yes. I don't know about you. Whilst I'd like to retain my liberal credentials as to what adults <laughs> do is entirely up to them. Yeah. Who gives a shit? All of that. However, the idea of growing up knowing that your mum or dad, because we cannot identify who this person is your mum or dad uh went crazy in a paddling pool of olive oil i just don't think that's an image you want to carry around with you uh well we'll have to wait and see i guess but as you say we we can't identify them i'm just looking down my notes here as well i don't know if you saw the other day daily mail did a lovely really really nice feature on elton john and david furnish's marriage saw that it was a really wonderful marriage it was wonderful absolutely wonderful they talked in their own words about how they you know everything they've got is you know beautiful and wonderful and they've got kids i think one's called zachary yeah and uh the others i don't know the other one sadiq 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 and zach yeah right yeah yeah a lot of people don't realize that no zach goswin sadiq khan actually the children of elton john and david furnish yeah but uh, it was a wonderful. So they didn't piece. care who won the mayoral race, really. No, it was a win-win. <laughs> They're all just winners in the John Furnish household. But here's the thing as well. So people go jogging, and some people lob on the full lycra attire. Are and you I'll... going back to grey c- <laughs> trousers again? No, no. I'm going to in a completely different area on this one. So people would walk around. They'd have an MP3 player. And they'd have their, so they're listening to their music while they're jogging, and that's fine. And it would, you know, maybe be in a pocket or straps or something, just a little hmm. tiny MP. And then it moved to the idea of strapping it to your arm yeah, for some reason. Yeah. But can I just say to joggers everywhere, you can't jog and look okay with a fucking iPad <laughs> wrapped yes. around your upper arm. Yeah, yeah. What the frick is that? You can't even do it with an, an iPhone six plus. Frankly, that's too big. It is too big. And isn't it interesting how you don't see many people with a 6 Plus? No. The 6 has went very well. The 6 Plus, you don't see it so much. I'm thinking of going there. Are you? Oh, yes. I thought you'd given up on it because it made your eyes go squiffy. Oh, a really... St- yes, it did make my eyes go. It's yeah. genuinely true. I wanted to give it another go again. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? I've got a few other things. I've written they should reboot Minder. And they did reboot Minder. With Shane Ritchie. And it was terrible, so yeah. they shouldn't do that. Didn't quite work, did uh, it? I've also got uh, pictures of burgers today look like instant cardiac arrest. It's this thing where you have this, uh, you know, uh, restaurants, where they go, look at this wonderful burger, mm. not your McDonald's and things. Yeah, yeah. But it, the level of meat in it 
And I'm a meat yeah. eater. Yeah. But the level of meat in it and grease dripping off it, just yeah. it doesn't look delicious to me. It looks like instant death. But none of that seems to... I mean, if you consider all of the... I mean, this sugar tax, there's another thing that happened. Sugar tax? So, sugar tax. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right, sugar tax. The sugar tax idea, which will apply to, what, some fizzy drinks. Something like that, yeah. And yet, if you go to any city in this country, whether you're in Glasgow, whether you're in Manchester, Plymouth, Bristol, Cardiff, London, doesn't matter, then just go out into some of the boroughs in those cities and you will see shop after shop after shop that's flogging cheap chicken, kebabs, yep. Chinese, all man, all next to each other, almost. whole roads just selling heart attack food. And no one has put any freaking tax on those people. No, so the true. idea that somehow... And, of course, all those meals are all loaded in the fats. They've got sugar in as well as the fat content as well. So the idea that just the fizzy drink... What, what is it? What, this is fizzy drinkist, isn't it? Fizzy drinkist. It is. It's against the fizzy drinks. I'm all for, you know, cutting down on fizzy drinks. You shouldn't be giving your kids that shit anyway. However, if you're going to do it, then it's not just fizzy drinks. You need to apply it across the board. You That's need to true. say, right, OK, matey down Whitechapel Road, who runs that disgraceful chicken emporium that is essentially just selling dog shit in a box. Frankly, you're going to be closed down, yeah. you bastard, because you're just selling rubbish. You're giving people... That's what you've got to do. Not, well, we've finally got the sugar tax through, and then Jamie Oliver coming out. I've got the sugar tax through, haven't I? Oh, fuck off, you wag wag. It's a bit harsh. If you go to one of Jamie Oliver's restaurants, I expect to see that his menu is bereft of anything sweetie. Do you know what? I've got a feeling it probably isn't. Yeah, and I'm almost certain it isn't. Although I did uh, happen to go to uh, Jamie's uh, an airport recently and had some beer, and I think they were selling hot dogs. So, just uh, Yes, I bought at... Uh, where was I? It was some kind of sh- outdoor shopping outlet places. And mm. there was a big kind of... Ca- you know, like you get those places at the fair that sell burgers. But it was a kind of a huge version of that. Gotcha, yeah. So it was clearly meant to, it wasn't because they couldn't afford a proper restaurant. It was that was part of the image. And it was a Jamie's thing, and they were flogging hot dogs and beer, essentially. And the hot dogs were delicious. But yeah. don't, I don't believe they were healthy for one second. Well, you hear all manner of things. I'll tell you what do work though is hot dogs. Your corn, you know your your, your corn veggie ones. Dog, yeah. Works excellently and has probably about as much meat in it as your average hot dog. Yes, it probably does. Um, so I had a couple of things because there's, I think, a, a staple of once a word yep. uh, for the past. How long has it been going? 17, 18 years. Um, has, <laughs> has been um, train stuff. And I had a couple of train stories, oh, yes. a couple of notes on trains. And I, this is one of those ones that it, it just annoyed me so much at the time that I made a note of it, where people are standing around the door, waiting for the door to open. Trains come in, people are standing there, right? And there was this dude... Who who walked up with a like a folded down coffee table under his arm, in you know under one arm and a pipe in the other, right? And he was he was standing at the back. Now you stand aside to let the people off the train, right? Sure. So you stand aside, you let the people off the train, and they go, and then he starts making a beeline right right through the people with his pipe and with his coffee table to try and get on the train first. And I thought I'm not <laughs> having this, mate. So I obviously blocked him and got on first. And he said. Oh, after you. I mean, let's be honest about this. There's manners, like if there's a... if there's, a, But then you can't have manners anymore because if you let a lady onto the train, then she might turn around and accuse you of being somehow sexist or misogynist. So you just have to have good manners for everybody and be kind to people all the time. What kind of coffee table was it? 
So they had a fold-up coffee. Too. It, it was it was recently varnished. Could you could you spec what you mean? So it wasn't. It was actually a full oh, coffee. So <laughs> it didn't. The legs didn't fold up. I'm like talking some about kind of... this rude. <laughs> Are you interested in the coffee well, table he had? Was it a good a, one? Who gets on a train with a table? What year was it? Um, <laughs> what else did he have? A grandfather clock within his back pocket. <laughs> it was well was it that. a fold-up like a camping table, which I get, yeah. like people have those fold-up bikes, and I've noticed that people who have a fold-up bike also have a fold-up brain. Have you noticed that when you see them riding <laughs> down the freaking road? Yeah, that is true. Man alive, fold-up bike. So the it... origami of the bicycle world. <laughs> That's good. So there was that, and then there was this guy, because I don't know about you, but if you uh, are on a train yep. uh, and you've been working hard all day, like we, we do uh, when we make this podcast, um, and I was like, um, I'm going to have a beer on the train. So I went and I bought my can of beer from the whistle stop for seventeen ninety nine, which is very <laughs> reasonable. And I get on the train, I finished it, and I'm, I'm standing because it's pulling into the, to my station, and I put the can in the bin. Now, you know those flip-top bin things. Yeah. So I put it in, and because I, I like to crush cans when I finished with Do you? Them, like a, like a man. Crusher, yeah. yeah, some like people are crushers. Some people are not crushers. So I crush it, and I put it in, and so the top of the can is sticking out of the bin. And there was a guy just like standing opposite me, and he starts staring at the bin, right? He just starts staring at it, and I'm like, what's that about? Is he is he somehow like anti-beer, or, or what's the thing? Anti-bins? I think this dude must have had huge OCD because he was staring at it for what seemed like ages. And then, as I was getting off the train, he reached across and popped it in the bin because the top was sticking out. He couldn't bear to see anything... Sticking out the bin. Sticking out the bin. Yeah, I kind of share a bit of that. Maybe it was you. No, but I know that those bins are often really full, so you can't actually get stuff right into the bin. Which was the case So you often get what's called poppage up your flappage. And there's no way around it. No, well, that's true. Yeah. Plus, people don't know how to put stuff in bins. Have you got, because um, obviously the next couple of episodes are going to be us catching up with the year so far. Yeah. Have you got another note you can sling in there? No, I'm going to save it for the next one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's quite exciting. I think the next one, I think there's a couple of big notes that are so big that I have to retain them for the next episode. Wow. So when we say... We're back in two weeks' time. We are actually back in two weeks' time. Because I don't believe you. Because last time we said we're back in two weeks' time, and we weren't seen again for a year. <laughs> well, it felt it like wasn't that. quite a year. No, yeah. it wasn't quite a year. L- lots of reasons behind that. Anyway, so there we go. That's uh, episode one. We're back. We're rebooted, and you can still email us. So next episode, more of the year thus far, but different. Until then, goodbye. A big things media production. <laughs> And uh, Mike was too drunk to notice, so that was that was a shame. Yeah, he well, well I gathered he was pissed by his fucking <laughs> guitar playing. So. <laughs> <laughs>